Well, welcome. Here we are. Here we are. We didn't warm you up at all. We just immediately popped on here. Reason being is because uh, I am actually live streaming this episode. Yeah, I know. I'm one of those douchebags. He's always got a cell phone in front of his face. Me and Haley Ray. David Lucas Mm -hmm. is actually not here today, guys. No, again. Another, 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 another. another, He's about to be truant. You know, we miss him. We do. We're going to have to send the truant officer to his house. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, everything's all good on the home front. You know, mommy and daddy and mommy aren't, well, both of us are mommies. He's daddy. Um, I'll be a mommy. I'm not that. I feel I'm, like the baby. You feel like the baby? I okay. I'm the baby. You're the baby. You know, <laughs> we're both we're both daddy. You know what I mean? I'm only like a couple years younger than y'all. You've though. got two daddies. <laughs> Two daddies. That should be two daddies and a baby. That should be the name of this this podcast <laughs> instead of stressed out podcast. It two daddies and a baby. Two daddies and a baby. It just sounds kind of sick. Like because anytime <laughs> you refer to yourself as daddy in the third person, yeah, it just sounds like you're kind of like into some gross stuff. Yeah, I would just say dad. Two dads and a baby. <laughs> we don't even say dads. You know what's funny? Uh, my friend. Uh, he's another comic. He whenever he used to go through a drive through. He would say in third person, he would always be like, they'd be like, what do you want? And he'd be like, daddy wants a number seven. And they're like, oh, all right, no. what to drink? He's like, daddy wants a Diet Coke. Oh, that's awful. And then he would just, he'd be like, what else? And he'd be like, how much does daddy need to pay you? And then they'd be like, <laughs> and he would just do that like in the drive-thru and it would creep everybody out. My you know? dad loves to go through the drive-thru at whatever place and ask if they have any hamburgers left. Really? Yeah. Like, I'll go to <laughs> just as a joke? Like, yeah, and he's like, do you guys have any hamburgers left? <laughs> or just be like, do you guys have hamburgers? <laughs> I, I just know that you. we were talking about this before. So uh-huh. you were talking about you're going to get a dog. Yes. So you're, one of my 2018 goals is we're getting a dog. Me and Adam yeah. are getting a dog together. But What kind of dog? Well... I grew up with a golden retriever. Oh my so gosh, that's, that's like, such a full house family, I like know. perfect picket fence of a dog. And I loved him so much. Like we got him when I was like two or three and he lived for 19 years. So I had this dog forever. Jeez, he was like time. my brother. Well, that dog lived especially long. Well, even the dog in Homeward Bound. Have you seen uh-huh. Homeward Bound? Yes. Remember? It's like, it's like chance. Like the guy, he even who does the voice of the dog, like the guy always. literally sounds like he's on hospice. Like the guy who's doing the, he's like, come here. And then yeah. he like falls into a ditch and breaks his leg. And then Aww. at the back, like the end, they're like, dude, shadow's coming. Oh yeah. Like they, totally. oh, he's like, chance. <laughs> he's like coming from that. I'm like, dude, who do they have voicing this? Well, so that's the thing is like, we both agree on lots of big dogs, golden retrievers, Chow Chows, Newfoundlanders, Burmese Mountain Dog, um, St. Bernard, uh-huh. Great Pyrenees. But the problem is our place, you have to have a dog under 25 pounds unless we want to make it an emotional support animal. But I don't really feel like pissing off my landlord and going through all of that. And then I've really wanted for the last few years, I've wanted a, um, a Pomeranian. Specifically, I want to get a white Pomeranian. They just look like little snowballs with eyes to me. And I just yeah. think they are so cute. They look like little teddy bears. Um, but the thing is I want to adopt and it's really hard to adopt or rescue that type. I have found like three of applied. I haven't heard back, but crossing my fingers. Um, yeah. Cause I rather adopt. So adopt, don't shop. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Adopt, don't shop. I like that. Yeah, I know. But this is the thing that kind of frustrates me. It's like, I want to adopt, but they make it so hard. It's like, if you want to buy a dog, it's like, and you, you know, message the breeder or the seller, they get back to you right away. And they're like, here's the address. Here's the price. Here's all the info. When you want to adopt, I think the rescues are understaffed. And so you message and it's like, 
I don't know. I still haven't heard back, and it's been like four days. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. they're just really busy or they're understaffed, but I've literally called, left voicemails, emails. I've messaged on Facebook. I have uh, messaged through Pet Finder, and they just make yeah, it super yeah. difficult that it's like if they want you to adopt, they should make it easy to adopt and not so hard. You fill this really long, lengthy application. Sometimes they want to do a home visit, which it doesn't really make sense to me. If we want more people to adopt, let's make it easier to adopt. Yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, it doesn't matter where you're talking about dogs or people. Uh-huh. It's like, it's hard. Right, right. And it's not so easy. the adoption fees on some of these dogs is like $400. Jeez. Which I'm like, some kind, some of the dogs I can just buy brand new for $400. I thought you could just go and like sort of like pick out dogs like free. I thought the shelter was sort of like no. a wastebasket. And, and you're just like, I, I would, want that that's one. That's what I thought in it was corner too. trash bag. It's clearly not. It's like, it's a process. It's not like I just walk in and I want that dog and walk out. That's weird. I know. That's so weird. I, I mean, I get it. Like, the thing about it is, is like dogs, it is a big commitment having a it dog. Is, obviously, like, yes. I mean, it, honestly, it gives you like so much security and everything like that. I mean, there's nothing that's more, I'm that annoying guy that when I see somebody's dog, I want to stick my face in the dog's face. You know what I mean? That's like, not annoying at all. <laughs> no, but where you're like, Duh. it's like some stranger on the it's street. Like dog. <laughs> yeah. And then I love you just, dogs. yeah, I like to pretend like dogs are yeah. Dr. Seuss animals. And I'm like, <laughs> see, you know how like those Dr. Seuss pictures are? Uh-huh. I like to pretend like they're Dr. Seuss creatures I and just I'm get, just like seeing them for the first time. Yeah. You know? I get so happy when I go over to someone's house and they have a dog. Like I'm way more excited about their dog than I am about them. Oh yeah. Hell always. yeah. I'm all about always. that dog. Yeah, I mean, I really want a dog. I'm just, I'm never home Mm -hmm. days or nights. Yeah. Because of, you know, comedy at night. You could get a cat. I could get a cat, but the thing about it is, is a cat is sort of just like a giant bug that's living at your house because it doesn't really, (laughs) it doesn't say anything to you really, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I do, I do like cats, you know, I do, my phone just rang. Uh, That's fine. Yeah, I do like cats, to be honest with you, but... At the same token, You're it's like I'm more of a dog person. Yeah, I think I'm more of a dog person. I never personally had a cat. Um, my my family doesn't like cats, but we had a neighbor with a cat, and I would like secretly take care of her. Her name was Bombay. Yeah, and, that's a cat uh, name. This is during like high school. I would um, come home like late at night from from dance, and uh, my family was already asleep, and she'd be on the porch, and so I would just let her uh-huh. in, and I'd feed her lunch, me, and she'd sleep in my bed. And in the morning, I was out of the house before anyone even woke up, so I would just. Let her out. So no one really knew that I was like secretly taking care of this cat. So she was like secretly my cat, but really she was the neighbor's cat. And they just didn't take care of her. She like really mad at first. So I cut her mats out for her. And Aww, um, sweet. I know. But then uh, when I went off to, I think it was after I moved here, um, my parents called me and gave me really sad news that the neighbor had actually run over the cat and he died. Oh. And I was so sad. I cried my eyes out, even though it wasn't like I was going back home. But yeah, so I've heard they got a new cat since, but. So if you get along with dogs, it would kind of imply that you get along with people. Yeah. Every person that I've heard say, yeah, I'm not just not really a dog person, which I do have friends that are like that, but they're also very distant and they're kind of assholes. I know a girl My like that. My aunt hated dogs. She thought they were dirty and she was such a bitch. Yeah, I know a girl like that and you she know? is such a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like it's like the same people who say they don't like music. If you don't like music, you're a bad person mm-hmm. pretty much, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like I don't like thing that stirs my soul and causes me to like feel things, you know. Right. It's like if somebody doesn't like music, it's like there's something wrong. So you don't like me? You like silence? I once um, caffeine poisoned myself. Did I tell you the story? Oh, no. So this was like my first time. I, actually, I had moved in. I was living with an ex-boyfriend and... 
Um, Where was this a, sim- this a way is, to be able this, to get out of the relationship? No, no, no. Sure like we ju- no, no. We had just moved into each other, moved in together. You and moved into each other. <laughs> that too. <laughs> we just moved in together, and yeah. I was like, "Yo, you don't have a coffee machine?" Like, because he doesn't make coffee. And like, I grew up in a family where we had like a like a Keurig and a Tassimo kind of deal. Right. Going it was on. like the 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 like fire extinguisher in the glass so, case. It well, was always- yeah, I didn't know how to actually like make coffee like the classic way. Uh-huh. So I was like okay, I'm going to be an adult. And I like went to Walmart and bought the coffee maker and I bought the coffee and I went home and I like put it all together, put the timer on and I woke up in the morning and I made like a full, um, what do you call it? Like jug of coffee? Uh, a pot? Carafe? Pot. <laughs> pot of coffee. There you go. Yeah, jug of coffee. And I guess that's equivalent to 12 cups of coffee in one, one pot. Really? So I had a whole pot and um, my partner at the time didn't drink coffee and I offered him some and he didn't want it. And I was like, fine, well, I'll drink it all by myself because <laughs> say, I'm not going to make it go to waste. And I love caffeine. And I was working this job at the time that I hated. I worked um, like all with childcare. It was before school care, after school care. I did daycare. I did um, like spring break camp, uh-huh. summer camp. So I was going into this before school care and it started at like seven in the morning. Right. And so I drank these... 12 cups of coffee and I didn't realize that that was just too much and I caffeine poisoned myself. Did and you have to go to the hospital? Well, I probably should have but once I got there I was so violently ill like I could not stop throwing up and my legs were like jumping. I couldn't sit down. I couldn't drive my car. My dad had to come get me and like drive my car for me. because my You could have died, right? It was really bad. Oh yeah, yeah. My heart was like coming out of my chest. Um, actually, were you crying? Uh, I wanted to cry but there was like I was at work. I couldn't cry and so like you know, we had to take the kids to school. Were you so. like hyperventilating, having panic attacks and stuff? Oh, I was definitely having a panic attack. It was awful. And it's like, you know when you're... Did you think you were going to die? No. I mean, I I never really have that moment, though. Like, that's only happened yeah. a couple times in my life. Usually, I, I feel like, okay, like, I'm just going to push through. But, um, I, you know when you're, like, so sick, like, and you're, like, throwing up and you're nauseous and you just mm-hmm. want to lay down and, like, sleep it off? That's the thing with this is you you can't do that. Like you can't get out of it. Like I just went I remember I went home to my parents house and I laid down on the couch to just like watch TV and try to sleep it off. And I couldn't even sleep it off. Like you just have to keep moving and like wait for the nausea to go yeah. away. And it takes it took like a whole day. It was really, really bad. Well, I uh, yeah, my I, I I think I overdosed one time, but it wasn't ex- it wasn't that extreme, but I did throw uh-huh. up. Yeah. Oh wow. Jeez. So you did and and like were you fine the next day or were you still like nervous? No, I was still nervous. It took probably like a day and a half for it to like go away fully. Uh-huh. I did one time do something not as bad. I had, um, I was like 13 or 14 and I was working for this music festival in Canada. I'm not right. going to name names because definitely underage. And I was doing what's called performer hospitality. So I would like go into the tents where all the bands were and I'd have to put in like all their food and drinks. And Red Bull was one of the sponsors. And there's a specific band, I'm not going to name their name, but they thought it would be a funny thing to see how many Red Bulls I could drink because they didn't want to drink the Red Bull. They were just drinking alcohol. And I was like, oh, I love Red Bull. So I knocked back I picture Haley Ray just because you have like such innocent big eyes being like, I love Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) I was like a little kid. That's so wrong. But yeah, I drank eight Red Bulls and my heart was like, that was painful. Like it didn't feel the same as the coffee. It was like the heart was like coming out of my chest and I had to go lay it down on the back of the little ambulance they had on site and like just like calm right down. Yeah, you got to be very careful. I mean, I've had some caffeine panic attacks before Uh too. Like 
they're intense. Yeah. Um, I took caffeine pills one time from from a gas station called mm-hmm. Casey's Gas Station, which, you know, I feel like everything there would give you a panic attack because it's like <laughs> you shouldn't trust any kind of pill that's sold yeah. at a place called Casey's Gas Station. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I took like four, uh-huh. I, I think, something like that. And then I just started like vomiting in the toilet. Like oh, I was like, wow. Ugh. That's too many. Yeah. And then I remember I called my mom and I was like, am I going to die? And she's like, no, you're not going to die. That used to always be my thing. I would drink too much caffeine and just like a person who's like tripping out on LSD or yeah. shrooms or whatever, I would call my mom and be like, am I dying? And she'd be like, no, honey, you're not dying. <laughs> That's how I know that I've had too much caffeine. You know what I mean? I call my mom. I'm like, am I dying? Oh my gosh. I've done caffeine And I need too. her to talk to me again, you know? There's this kind, it's sold in Canada. It's called Wake Ups. Wake Ups. I've heard of No-Dos. I haven't heard of oh, Wake Ups. Okay. I've heard of No-Dos. Wake Ups has like a rooster on it. And, uh. I took it in college because I was in this dance program. I had to be up super early, first in the morning, ballet every day. And then at night, I was also dancing in a company and a hip-hop crew. And so uh-huh. it was just too much. Um, so every morning, first thing I would do, the alarm would go off, and I'd walk to the kitchen. I would take uh, – by the time I was like – I started with one pill, and then eventually I got worked up to two pills – um, I did that for like a whole semester, and then I went home for Christmas, and my parents were like, "You can't do this. You're a drug addict. Too <laughs> much caffeine." But they you, really thought that though. They were just that's how they they overreacted. Like caffeine's a drug. Were they being so, silly, or were they no, really they were, like you need were, to go to rehab? No, they were really upset. They're like, "You have to get off this." And so, um, they took them away, and we were, you know, not even in my home tour in, in Calgary mm-hmm. for this Christmas, and uh, so I had like no caffeine and. I had really, really awful headaches and really bad mood swings. And I remember yeah. that was probably one of the worst Christmases because I was just angry at everybody. I hated everything. I just wanted to, I just would sleep. Like I slept 11 hours every day. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I was just super bitchy. Like I felt like, I guess what I would imagine a smoker trying to quit smoking feels like. No, that's very real. So I have been still kind of battling with caffeine, but not coffee so much. And mm-hmm. I quit. Oh really? Uh, I quit. I quit coffee. I've been off coffee for months now. Mm-hmm. But um, the first week that I quit going to Starbucks, I'd get a grande iced coffee with a shot of espresso mm-hmm. every single day. And whenever I quit doing that, I remember um, I was driving around Starbucks parking a lot, and I just I, I was wanting to go in there. I was, it's like an alcoholic, you know, that's <laughs> like that just broke out of rehab, and I'm driving around like in that. circles. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I just want to go in there, just one last glass, just one last one. Before I do I that like, too. <laughs> before I did this, just one last, and then I'm done. So I go in there, mm-hmm. and uh, like, um, and then I leave, uh-huh. and then I'm still circling around, and I start crying. <laughs> I start crying because here's the thing: it's like a real addiction, like uh-huh. it, it's a silly one, you know yeah. what I mean? And nobody's gonna take you seriously if you're like posting, like, "Hey, can you guys please pray for me? I'm really trying to break this this caffeine addiction that has a <laughs> right. hold on me." People are gonna be like, "Dude, shut up!" Yeah. Because people, there's people like addicted With to black tar heroin, yeah, but it's still an addiction nonetheless. So, no, anyways, I get it totally. Yeah, because I was so addicted to it, and it, I was addicted to the mania. It wasn't really uh-huh. just about the caffeine; it would give mania inside yeah. of my head. And I was kind of like crying because I was like, I uh-huh. don't want to go back to normal life. Oh, I totally You know, because life is so painful sometimes that it's like I'd rather feel that uh-huh. really intense manic high. Yeah. Even right coffee. now I'm thinking like, you made me think like, oh, do I want to go to Starbucks after this? Like, yeah. it's bad. It sounds nice, but I just can't. It feels it's so like, homey in there for me. Like, I something about the music and the colors. You, yeah. And like... I don't know. And the smell, it's like, I could just sit here all day on a laptop. Well, when the, whenever the one that I used to go into, I started to feel like an old man because they would all see my name in unison when I walked in. They'd be like, hi, Matt. Oh, mine too. But mm-hmm. the whole thing, hopeless romantic, I think that that is an awful thing. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that needs to be taken away from men who have that. And what I mean by that, by hopeless romantic, is not somebody who does nice things for the person that you're with. Somebody who's like so like, ugh, like you're like love drunk. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's not healthy. For uh-huh. one, that's not healthy. Number two, that's suffocating. Mm-hmm. And number three, like you need to have a life outside of the person that you're with. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it's just not healthy. Like you kind of realize all these songs like that our parents were listening to in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. They're all codependent. Like mm-hmm. I'm lost. Like when a man loves a woman, when a man loves a woman, he's talking about in that song how he'll deny his best friend if he even says anything questionably about like his girlfriend. Um, he'll sleep out in the rain if that's going to make her happy. And I remember me and David Lucas were joking around that one time. I'm like, dude, he's a bitch. <laughs> Sleep in the rain. Yeah, you know, and like no woman would ever respect that. Sounds great in a song and very, very romantic and poetic, mm-hmm. but a guy who's just sleeping in the rain because all of a sudden, you know, like she, like he takes the meatloaf out and he like left it on the timer for a little too dude, long. No She's matter like, what Adam does, I would never make him sleep in the rain. That's so sad. But if you did make him do that and he did, you wouldn't respect him because here's the thing you want to be. Intrinsically, I'm not inside your brain, uh-huh. <laughs> but I just think the way people work, you would want somebody who has a little more respect for themselves mm-hmm. and somebody that you can't walk all over, right? You know, and you listen to these songs, these codependent songs. I'm like, that's not healthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So here we are about relationships again. <laughs> you know, we always go back to relationships because it's life. I we mean, how have many a whole things? Podcast about relationships. Here's the thing: how many thing? How many things are there in life? There's relationships. There's career. <laughs> They're spiritual, but everybody always food. There's food, but there's about five things to really talk about. <laughs> you know, relationships is under everything, pretty uh-huh. much. Even if it's somebody who's just going around sleeping around, that's still relationships in the sense to where they're making communications and everything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So it's relationships, yeah. Spiritual, it's uh, career. And, you know, that's that's pretty much it. Because you can put puppies under relationships. You can put yeah. sex under relationships. You can put your friendships under relationships. Everything. That's one big umbrella. Uh-huh. And then there's your career. And then there's, you know, yeah. what you like to do for fun, which is <laughs> still kind of goes under relationships probably. You know, like it's it, very few things in life you can really talk about. Yeah. About five things. Unless you're one of those weirdos who just sits inside all day long watching Star Trek and Twilight Zone. Yeah, like what if you're into some like super niche thing, like vampires? Yeah, yeah, I don't have time for those people. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is there any like weird little niche thing that you're super into? I'm super, you know what, I'm joking around. Guys, if you are one of those people, I have friends that are like, nerds and collect comics oh and me stuff. too I, totally. I, I, i'm joking i respect it but the thing is is uh yeah i'm really into music i can't play but i'm a music dork you know mm-hmm. music nerd um but as far as like being into that weird niche thing not really no like um dude i have a bunch uh, it'd be music you know what i mean like okay. i would love to go if i had more money i would Buy more vinyl, and I know that's a, like it what makes me specific an, type of music. Everything, and oh, and not okay. like not radio, like everything, whatever's on the radio. No, like I love. Okay, I love like old school country, like Waylon Jennings and Johnny Cash. Nineties alternative is my favorite music, like Smashing Pumpkins, Mazzy Star, mm-hmm. uh, and then I love also like the grunge stuff, like Soundgarden. Um, you know, Pearl Jam, uh, Alice in Chains, stuff like that. I love punk rock music. I love like you know. Um, 90s pop punk like Green Day and Blink-182, then I can go from listening to like Miles Davis, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I like... 
some stuff like Garth Brooks. Like yeah. it's it's really a lot of stuff. I like like sort of weird surf sounding music like Chris Isaac, you know, like I love a lot of stuff. Got you. So that's you know? like your thing. Look, when I you were um, a kid and you were like, I don't know if they do this in America, but you feel like write a report, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you could write about whatever you wanted. What did you write it on? Usually to pick a very specific topic. I didn't know who I was as a kid. So uh, my whole life was spent like living inside of my head. And, oh. and so it was kind of what I wanted to be. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And because of that, I think that, uh, yeah, because I felt like I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. Like I was writing a report to kind of get applause. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is very telling for a comedian. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel like I know more of what I like now. That happens like whenever you're late 20s, you know, early mm-hmm. 30s. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I, 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 would, I wouldn't even know what to write it on. You know, but I loved music, but I just didn't know how to articulate that I loved it. I yeah. thought everybody liked it that but much. music is such a big genre. Like you it probably is. have to pick like one band. You know what I mean? Smashing Pumpkins is my favorite band okay. of all time. There you go. You know? So that's like your thing you're really into. Yeah. That's yeah. my... What, what's your niche? I'm into what's a your, bunch. Yeah? Um, this is kind of weird, but my favorite animal is a shark. I'm like super into sharks. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> like I love sharks. Cute like, and creepy. As I long know. as you don't have like stuffed animals and like Haley Ray's with her big eyes and she's uh, like, they're sharks. And they're like all <laughs> over the wall. Yeah. I don't, but I like can imagine myself like that. Yeah. Um, I'm really into true crime. Like there's a podcast I love called My Favorite Murder. I love oh. that. I like wanted to be a CSI. I wanted to be a marine biologist. Are you sweet girl that has serial killer books? And I want a I want a raw food or a paleo chef. Oh yeah, to be able oh, to I'd make. Oh, I love a vegan chef. Glu- gluten free, gluten free, very 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 like the cleanest foods on the planet. <gasps> uh-huh. For them to come over like three to four days a week, make something for my wife and I, mm-hmm. and then it's just like it's awesome. It's like this awesome food. It's like oh Deborah, how did you make this? I really <laughs> her want name's to, Deborah already. <laughs> yeah, I really I no I've already. I don't want a lot of temptation in my house. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of those, I feel like a lot of those chefs, like they're like, cause I've seen them before, like the raw food chefs and stuff. I'm like, these girls are hot. And so I don't want like one of them, like living with my wife and I just, so wait, of, is Deborah like you're picturing an old lady or what's Deborah? I just, I, that name just popped out of oh, my mouth, you know? Okay. But, um, so I think who I'm probably going to have is I'll probably have like some gay guy named Tim or something. Oh, okay. So I, I don't want like a dude with a man bun, that's like super, some super sexy dude that my wife is just going to be lusting after. He's like, right here, he goes, we have coconut Ross crispy treats. And she's like, oh my gosh, I want to bang him so bad. She was okay. like, he just came from yoga class. So I don't want either of that. So I think we'll just have like a gay guy named Tim or something. Very that's active a, imagination, Matt. <laughs> you know what? I, 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 you gotta, you gotta spider web all those scenarios and be like, these are the things that can happen. You know? <laughs> Wait, what was I mean, that noise? That's my spider web. I can't do that. Sound. <laughs> what about, okay, okay, would you feel, would you, you guys have this awesome future. Uh-huh. You have enough money for a raw food chef. Let's say there's this dude who is literally like GQ's sexiest man of the year. He's got a man bun. Uh-huh. His name's like Gavin or something right. like that. He knows how to play acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. He like covers that song. He's everything you want. He's, oh yeah, I love that like, song. Like just very, very, very smooth. And he's like playing that while he's like waiting for the food to cook and everything with like his legs crossed. <laughs> Why he's would he yo- be doing that? I don't know. I'm trying to think of what's sexy to a woman. And then he's got a rolled up yoga mat next to him. 
Would you feel comfortable having him in your house, or would you walk by him every time and be like, "Oh my gosh, I love, I love Adam, but I kind of want to do him." Like, I know that I could just take that little bobber pin out of his man bun, Ugh, and no. it would fall down like Fabio's hair. Uh, no, I hate. The okay, Fabio hair. scrap the man bun. He's got a square <laughs> jaw line and 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 short I messy get where hair. You're going. I'm trying Long to say story short. whatever the sexiest dude in your eyes, and I know you're going to say Adam's the sexiest dude, uh-huh. but whatever the sexiest dude, like uh, fantasy wise, some guy that's on a pirate ship steering it, you know, <laughs> I don't know what you're into. I'm trying to say every single aphrodisiac. I'm really bad at guessing, but that's okay. Oh uh, yeah, I'm totally, I'm in plus I'm kind of hyper exaggerating. <laughs> but my point is, is would you feel comfortable mm-hmm. having this suave debonair guy in your house and he's just like walking around like in a towel or would you be like you know what this might be a temptation in my relationship because for me I'm like okay if there's some girl like curvy girl that I'm like just like she's like bending over to like you know what I mean take like this paleo bread out of the oven and everything and every time I'm walking by like she's just like like putting like lavender on her like skin and everything and then I'm just like damn it like I love my wife but then like all of a sudden she's like just bending over again from the oven her skirt hikes up like I'm just saying that every now and then that can create a little bit of temptation for a man. Oh, and I yeah. don't know this is how men if I want that in my home. Very, very different. I um, don't know if I want that in my home. I've never cheated, but hey, you know what I mean? Like if if my chef yeah. is coming on to me and she's hot enough, it's like I'm a physically well, activated male. You here's know? my so, answer. So the answer is no. 100% I'm like all into Adam forever and always. Of course you are. It doesn't mean you're not but, into no, him, no, no, but there's I can, I would. I Honestly, no, I wouldn't be tempted at all. I can acknowledge when someone is attractive or good looking, but I wouldn't be tempted at all. But if they were doing that really inappropriate behavior in my home, then they certainly- You just fire their ass. I would just fire their ass. For sexual harassment. <laughs> I'd be like, that's not what I already need to do. Um, uh, so yeah, that's my answer. And then also for the record, my like- type would have been more like a Channing Tatum. A Channing Tatum. Okay, yeah. so let's say No like, man buns. Let's say no Channing No pirates. Let's say no Fabio. Let's say Channing Tatum is doing like squats in the ba- yeah. like I'm almost in the bathroom because <laughs> I don't know why he's in the bathroom. He's shitting. Let's say that Channing Tatum is doing squats. It sounds like he's doing squats because he's got bowel problems. Um, Let's say that Channing Tatum is doing squats in the kitchen and he's waiting for like the brownies to be able to cook. And he's like, just got like an Adam and Eve leaf over his crotch. And all of a sudden he's like, Haley Ray. He's like, he's like, do you know how much I desire you? And then he, and then I would fire his ass. And then he's wearing an apron and then he pulls out a little loose leaf notepad booklet, flips it back. And then he's like, I wrote this poem for you and then he lays on his side like a greek god and then he just undoes the little the little lapel uh-huh. in the back and then yeah. the apron falls You're off really and he was like this picture you know what i'm a storyteller and then he goes tell. Haley ray how i love you Haley ray how i need and you and i say stop right there Haley Channing. ray this Haley is ray. very inappropriate i'm gonna have to ask you to leave i'll send you your last two weeks what if he said Goodbye. how about you pretend my abs are a dance dance revolution board <laughs> and you step on them <laughs> <laughs> How do you come up with this shit, man? I like, don't know. What? I don't know. Yeah. I have a crazy imagination. Wow. Yeah, no, I'm still not interested. Still not interested. Not interested, no. Really? Go. Really. Good for you. Adam, Thanks. do you hear this? Yeah. No, he knows. He Adam. Has, like utmost trust in me. No. Adam, I hope you hear this. Here's the, you. No, here's the thing, okay? That is where guys and girls are different. Yeah, because guys are not like that, guys. I know. No, I can love somebody, but it's it's still like it's still like if some like if Amber Rose was like twerking in my kitchen, you know what I mean? Like I'd still be like, I didn't know Amber Rose was your type. 
I like I like girls like that. Oh, you know, okay. and and so like if if Amber Rose was like twerking in my kitchen, I'd be like, yeah, honey, like can you like make her like stop that? Like it'd almost be like I'd have like a headache. Like I'd come home and be like, here she is again. Oh, no. <laughs> And then I would like leave the house all the time. I would like avoid eye contact with her and everything because, like, I oh. would just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it, you know? Like, it's like I would need to, you know, a guy has to be able to keep his, you know, his self in line. Uh-huh. And, you know, there's that kind of whole temptation and everything. Okay. So then I guess you're having Tim, the Tim, the gay chef Tim, instead. do you hear that? Tim, the gay chef, wherever you are, <laughs> please, I live we in We know Van- you exist. We know you exist. Even if you don't yet, I manifested you with my Mm. thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) He just walks out of like a portal from the universe. Gay Tim. Gay Tim. That's you know how offensive that would be if you had a chef though and you just referred to him as like, hey, this is my wife. This is Kelly. (laughs) This is gay Tim. He makes the brownies. Gay Tim, you want to take it out those brownies, gay Tim? (laughs) That's so inappropriate. (laughs) Yeah, it's very inappropriate. There's more to you, Tim. Than you know the uh, fact 100%. that you, the, your the sexuality that you, is just one facet. It's just it's one not facet, even important. Tim. But you know what? For the sake of you know, because you know what, Tim, Tim might be a looker, but you know what? I can trust that he's not going to you know on, make love wife. to my wife on the roof of my house while Kenny G saxophone music is playing, and he just like drapes her hair over the edge. Okay, you know. So, oh 